when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome, we are back for season four. It's the The One Show show, the podcast that, like the brave firemen and miners in Chernobyl who took great risks to run into a burning reactor with no thought for their own safety, so in a similar way each week we watch The One Show for you, just so you can sleep safe in your bed and don't become exposed to it yourself. Obviously I'm not likening the horrific radiation, skin burns, organ failure and eventual horrific deaths at Chernobyl to an episode of The One Show, but what I am saying is is that, yes, I am saying that. <laughs> of course I'm not. It's uh, not all of the one show, it's just some of the films they have on. I am John Holmes, and we are here again, once again, to guide you through the whole thing. Another week of green sofa action. This week, a woman gets angry about cheese. Matt Baker gets... Fr- I'm just moving a mic, John, carry on. All right. Matt Baker... <laughs> You right there? Matt Baker gets frightened of a hand gesture and Emma Willis gets caterpillars in her box hedge. Joining me to put a bat up the one show's nightdress this week, a regular the, the one show, 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 regular Mark, regular Haynes, and journalist, reporter, broadcaster, BBC Radio 5 Live legend, and like Mark and myself, used to be on XFM back in the day. Did, that's Phil, Williams, hey, Phil Williams, everybody. Phil Williams. Hello. It's an honour. It's an honour. No, it's an honour to have you. Now you don't have a job. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you? Yes, I'm very well. Thank you. Very lovely, much. lovely to have you in. So, do you? Do you I always ask this question. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Did you ever watch the one show before this? Have you ever watched it before? It's the kind of thing that you find on when you're trying to get your toddler to sleep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's been in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of background wallpaper, yeah. sort of television yeah. stuff. And the find the bit I find most ridiculous about it is that you've already alluded to it's the incongruity of the films yeah. mm. as, a, as a host you're thinking what great guests I'd love to get stuck into them and yeah. all of a sudden 
We're off fly fishing in Shrewsbury. That's right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, that's exactly what they do, and it's like that. It's like they think that matters, and I know there's a sense of community about the one show. I know that's the point. You know, it's they've got to go around the country, don't you? John, but they've got their own football team. You know, this is this isn't a show. This is a way of life. They've got their own football team oh. that came out in one of the shows, didn't it? Oh. As they wrongly identified a lot of people who can subsequently be tried for their crimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll get to that. Well, I'm, well, well. Let's start, you brought it up. Let's start there. We don't mm. have to go. Uh, I mean, I was going to start talking about toxic waste, given I mentioned Chernobyl. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll talk about the football team. I mean, we are still talking about toxic waste. It, it's the one show. And um, this was uh, was this Thursday's show. They had Usain. Bolt. Soccer Aid. This That's is for right. Soccer Aid. Yeah. 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 Um, Usain Bolt, who most people, of course, will know from his uh, tremendous uh, appearances in the mobile phone advert where he bum dulls his mum from space. <laughs> and Lee Mack. And Lee Mack is very good. He's a really good guest on these sorts of things because he's like, I am going to just be on. I'm going to be on yeah. the whole time. And... Boy, does that get a bit wearing? Does yeah. that yeah. does that outstay yeah. its well, welcome I mean, I quicker than you'd Lee imagine? Mac, right? Yeah. Uh, let's you know we're not here to give Lee I Mac a kick. Lee Mac. We like Lee yeah. Mac, right? We're big fans of Lee Mac, although not for a sustained half an hour on the one show. No, so much because and I know he, had, you know, he's got at the end of the day he's playing the underdog role here because it's all about soccer aid and it's got um, Usain Bolt, but uh, Lee Mac. There's a is, lot of Lee Mack. Isn't the question who can sustain half an hour on the one show? Entirely. Entirely. When you've got Henry Blofeld and Charlie Brooker and you still end that show going, that was dull. I mean, where, <laughs> where Lee Mack won me over was at one point, because they did the penalties thing, didn't they? If you, if you didn't oh, see this, yeah. him and Usain are taking alternate penalties, right? <laughs> and at one point, he very knowingly turns towards Emma Willis, who I thought has been brilliant this week, by the way, and, and says, do you want me to miss this one? Just help your timings. Because he knows <laughs> they've concocted a feature with no end. Yeah. yeah. This could be like eight all, nine all, Tell they all. did the brilliant thing of continually saying, this is going to be sudden death. It's sudden death. Yeah. It's sudden death. Yeah. And it tied all the way. And they had to just go, well, that's over. <laughs> sudden death now. Sudden death. Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Do you want me to miss you? Help your time. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see how we go after this. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a draw. We're going to hold it there. It's the draw all night. I'll call it a draw. Well done, so far. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's, it's a draw. It's a draw. Uh, so we're moving. Yeah. The, um, the, I like that section for another reason, which was uh, there was a, a lorry outside. They're out on the forecourt. Yeah. And there was a lorry outside that was just obviously trying to get past another lorry. And I walked past it yesterday. Yeah. And there was a, a big van and it was doing a lot of lifting and stuff. And there was a lorry trying to get past and it, it couldn't get past. It was a nightmare. When I watched the one show that night, you could hear the beeping of other <laughs> Cars. I know that's my lorry. That's my lorry. Well, it's weird you should bring this up, right? Did you spot um, that? No, this was uh, this was on Wednesdays. Now, mm. now Wednesdays is an hour, so we we tend not to watch that because yeah. who can stomach it? However, I saw one of their tweets. Did you see the one show's tweet this week about with the robot on the sofa? No. Right. No. Okay. So I almost messaged you and went, "You should watch this," but I couldn't bring myself to do it to you because I'd already already ruined your. <laughs> You'd week. already told me Wednesdays were off <laughs> uh, off limits. But the reason, but the reason that was interesting is that they had it. Basically, it was a, it was a robot, an AI project where they've taught a robot to draw, right, to do portraits. Uh, about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I introduce you to Ada, the first ultra-realistic robot artist in the world? Hello. It's very nice to meet you. <laughs> so, so one thing the world needs is more drawings <laughs> of Arsenal football players that can be sold at markets. Exactly that. But the robot that could draw 
Well, it turned out it couldn't. But anyway, the <laughs> robot that could draw. But they dressed it up. It was a sex robot. It was a realistic skin, inflatable doll woman robot. Right. Right. And it was trying to draw the face of Dara O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only on the ones. The, the future is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And it was in the studio, and it was there for the whole show, drawing Dara. And it was a woman's robot face. <laughs> but, but just, it was, it was really weird. And Matt was trying to talk to it. Mm. And it was, honestly, I urge you to go back now. <laughs> My, that is remarkable. I mean, the Gallery's really moved on, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, more. It, honestly, this this thing, it, long story short, it was shit. I mean, it was just a series of well, lines well, on Was it, like, life-size? Yeah, it was his face. The portrait or the robot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, ro- oh, the robot. The robot was completely life-size, yeah. It, right. was, it was like watching... Um, do you remember? I tell you what. Do you remember the video for Duran Duran's Wild Boys? Yes. Right. Yeah. Which was a there was a kind of water wheel and yeah. a weird robot torso. It's already Lost Boys, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Anyway, it reminded me of that. Right. But okay. not in a good way. Right. I'm, I don't think I'm much closer to understanding what it looked like. But I mean, I'll take what I can. But anyway, get. it tried to do a series of lines that it said was Daro Breen, right, in a weird <laughs> robot voice. Um, but the point was, it was bleeping all the time. It was doing it. But because it was doing it for the whole hour in the studio. The whole thing was interrupted. <laughs> and they just they just tried to speak louder over a bleeping <laughs> robot throughout the whole programme. Like any machine that continually reminds you it's a machine. So are you like an art fanatic, Ben? I mean, what, what, why have you done this? <laughs> I'm doing a drawing, but I'm going to continually go... <laughs> but also, right, having done live programmes, has that not been tested? Well, that's exactly. You know crazy. I mean? At yeah. some point, you do a test and you go, oh, that's not going to work on air, is it? Because it's bleeping every two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've pushed on. We go, well, have you seen all the other episodes of the one show? <laughs> there is not a lot of will this work I going mean, on. There was, <laughs> there was, there was, then they, they went to a film, and this particular film was about, um, well, it was Kate Thornton presenting the history of space hoppers. Finally. <laughs> Finally. It's big, it's orange, and it's had Brits hopping mad for over half a century. I am, of course talking about the space hopper. And, uh, and then they came back and they were talking about uh, about space hoppers and then space, because Dara does space programmes, of yeah. course. And uh, all the way through, just this bleeping. They landed with, like, three seconds of fuel left and it was <laughs> it was all seas-of-pants stuff. And then he then went up with uh, Apollo 16 and we said, what, what was it like? What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, you'd be like, what's is someone's pacemaker kicking off? What is going on what? here? So, sorry, what did the end thing look like? So what was it doing? It was it was looking at Dara. Yeah. So they've invented artificial eyes, which which seems more impressive than the thing being able to that fucking draw. Bit, yeah, yeah. So it had eyeballs. It had eyeballs. It was, this, this thing was manufactured. So they, they did it as an AI ro- a robot, but they'd given it skin and eyes. And the team who made the robots for for Westworld. <laughs> Okay. Giving it a face. Did they learn nothing from working on Westworld? <laughs> right. So they. This. This is. This, this to me, the drawing doesn't seem the most exciting thing about this. They've made a replica human cyborg that yeah. can see yeah. and has real yeah. life flesh. Yeah. And they say to it, look, it can do a drawing of Dara O'Brien. A drawing which questions how well it can see. Yes, yeah. it does. Was it just, like, and fuzzy? Also, and, yes. and you guys might know this with your history with The One Show. How do they, do they tell the guests in advance this is what they're going to do? Because Dara O'Brien's a man who's already mocked for looking like the mascot off the back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's got this drawing, and I, I've, in my head, I've got that clashing with the Lost Boys and the Duran Duran. Phil, it was worse than that, and I'll tell you for why. Because their call-out for this show was... 
can you draw a picture of Dara O'Brien? Oh, oh, my God. And we'll show him them at the end. Also, if you think you can sketch Dara by the end of the show, you can be as <laughs> abstract as you like. Uh, get drawing and send them in. Yeah. <laughs> The next 30 to 45 minutes yeah. please. It would have been better. Can you build a robot that you can fuck? <laughs> <laughs> send, send us your pictures. Here's, here's one you. from Gary and Cheadle. <laughs> Gary is sticking his dick into a toaster. <laughs> nice one, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and th they show these pictures of Dara. So a child had done one. Right. right. And Dara, had, even though it was awful, it made him look like a fat fuck. Right, Dara had to politely go. Oh, this is a sketch of Dara as an egg. As an egg. Thank Millie, you very much. Millie is ten, and this is my favourite. Oh. There we are. From tonight. Well, well done, done, Millie. Thank oh. you. Star of the show. <laughs> but then someone had done a graphic interpretation of him, like an adult had done this, mm. and again he looked like a fat fuck. And Dara <laughs> just took issue with it. <laughs> that was no. uh, Really oh, fond of that one very this much. Kitty's in, uh, uh, interpretation. Okay. Pop Thanks, Kitty. <laughs> He's like, I don't like that. But well, I like that one. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I've said this before. We've had it occasionally on this show where you explain something that happened on the one show, and I will go back and watch it because I can't it begin. To, I can't work out anything about this story that you've told me. I can't picture what I'm supposed to be thinking of. And also, every time Dara's on, they bully him. Oh, they do. Yeah, they've they, had this before. Twice they've done this, where they they spend the whole time going, "Oh, we've edited together a big section of you going." Eh. Oh, I saw that one. There you yeah, go. Did, he had yeah, to take yeah, that on the chin. And now it's like, let's see who can draw your big massive head. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, did, did you notice they did the same thing to blowers? Yeah. They had yeah. revered cricket commentator, a man I've interviewed several times who's just amazing with his stories, on the catch, and he's given them top draw Henry. Yeah. And then they say, with, and it was it Charlie Booker who made very clear it wasn't his idea. Yes. Yeah. They tried to foist on Charlie that it was his idea to get Henry to read out Stormzy. Stunning spontaneity. Um, I, I thought, I thought myself, no one asked me to do this, I thought uh, I would like to hear you reciting some Stormzy lyrics. My dear thing, I, I, which I, which I, I brought with me on a branded, on a one show branded card. On, 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 my, my dear thing, okay, let me put my. No, I can do it like this, actually. Shall I go off? Why yes. not? Henry, go You're for getting it. way too big for your boots. You're, ne you're never too big for the boot. I've got the big size 12s on my feet. Your face ain't big for my boot. Kick up the ute. Man, I know that I kick up the ute. Dem, dem boy dare, try twist up the truth. How dare you twist up the truth? <laughs> well and the joke being, old posh man reads rap lyrics. That's yeah. the joke. This was Tuesday's episode. And this he's for me far is too is, good for that. It's a perfect example of the one show's production team going, "What can we do with Henry Blofeld that will go viral? What will be viral? What will be a viral hit?" Now I looked at this and it did not go viral. No. It, it went very unviral. On Facebook, it had thirty-six likes, yeah. <laughs> and one of those was elder abuse. <laughs> I actually wrote down. Uh, 46 reactions it had, so they weren't necessarily all likes. But 13 comments. Here are four of them. Christopher Jones said, It's hard to work out who's being patronised more, the posh white dude or the ethnic poet. Um, Diane Timmis, she wrote, Can't stand Charlie Brooker. <laughs> Gordon Hodges wrote, Don't watch this, got bored with it. And Michael Cross said, Trash BBC propaganda at its very worst, abolish the biased BBC tax ASAP. <laughs> Well, let but me I tell you, Michael. Mark, are they going to get 
when Storms is next on, are they mm. going to say to him, listen, Blowers wants to deliver this brilliant wicket. Yeah. We thought you'd like to do it. <laughs> do you know what? They probably would. Yeah. And probably, could, you just, could you just wrap a wicket? I tell you, Henry, Henry Blofeld is such a pro because he was there and the one thing they ha- kept having to do was they had to keep cutting him off. Yeah. But they'd lead him on to sort of go, oh, you look very well-dressed. And Blofeld is like, I'm a pro. So he yeah. goes, right, mental Rolodex. Yeah. Um, clothing anecdote, wonderful. Yeah. My, my wife always dresses... She's, in, she's the boss. And I just dipped dip my toe in it, the toe of, into the water of colour. And then she came along from Italy. She was a big sort of in the fashion world and yeah. sort of all these tremendous people she worked for. And she took me under control. And I'm also slightly colourblind. So every morning I front up to her and she said, no, that's all right. <laughs> and he does it. And you can see them going, we don't want you to fucking talk about it. Oh, no, no. We, we just want you to go, mm, yeah. <laughs> and then we can go, and now here's a video about dolphins. There's yeah. nothing better than the look of terror in a TV presenter's eyes when they're getting a hard. <laughs> Count in the rear, yeah. and they know, know they're not going to hit it. I know. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There was a, did you, the look, it's been looks of terror. Matt's look of terror when, when Blowers did a hand gesture. Oh, oh yeah. That the was the Vs. It's not even a rude hand gesture. No. Is flicking the Vs really that offensive? These, I mean, I know everything is offensive these days. We've established uh, that. Only if you're a comedian. Only if you're Joe Brand <laughs> and you've got, a, you've got an acid potty If mouth. you're a politician, it's all a bit of fun. If yeah. you're a comedian, you're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but, they, but, but flicking the Vs yeah. is not offensive. And they did that to me. 
ingrate. Oh, hang on. We can't be doing that on a family show. Sorry, if you didn't like that. I, I, I would not. I, I haven't seen someone flick the V's in public because I live in London and everyone, if they're aggressive, they mean it, right? <laughs> Flicking the V's seems to me a very, very soft thing. You yeah. might do, like, to your mum. You might go, oh, ugh, yeah. and your mum will go, oh, you. But, yeah, he got told off. Matt he told off Henry Bofell. <laughs> I know. This is a family show, <laughs> he said. Right, yeah. 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 The family aren't fucking watching but this, Matt. He changed the tone. Yeah. It made Blowers was almost apologetic, he didn't was he? A bit he tried age, to, right? he was, and he tried to, you know, because he keeps talking. I he tried to, to pull it back. it after I heard Matt say that because I thought, well, what's he done that's passed me by? You what's don't, he done that's so you, bad? I thought, has he just thrown Gareth Hunt with the coffee beans at the game? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you saw the V's and it didn't register because no. you go. The other thing is, it's slightly about who's doing it. And if Henry Bofield is flicking you the V's, you'd be like, what an honour, you know? Yeah, yeah. What, a, what a charming thing when old people do like flicking the V's. It's very different from when young people do it. So to tell him off, to have Matt sitting there and going, oh, Henry, I don't think you understand what being on telly's like. <laughs> Mate, he's been on telly since, you know, before your dad was born. But also, when Stormzy was on recently, he flicked the V's. No one back then. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting show. Charlie Brooker, mm. um, who your correspondent there on Facebook doesn't like, yeah. um, was there to provide... From God, the one that shows commenters, nothing to do with me. <laughs> Some of them I can't read out they were really, really mentally <laughs> policy. Oh, horrible. There was, um, you know, Charlie was obviously doing it to promote Black Mirror, wasn't yeah. he? That's why he was there. Mm. Charlie Brooks has certainly not been on the Bond show while we've been watching it. I don't know if he's been on it before, but he was strangely quiet. Well, uh, do, do you know, I actually I noted down the time it took. So when they first introduced them, which they've started getting this awful introduction now where they go, one of our guests tonight is X and the other one is Y. And they, do that, they did that yeah. every time yeah. this week. Tonight, the world of sport and science fiction are set to collide. One of our guests is the voice of cricket, known for his colourful clothing. The other is the Emmy award-winning writer known for his dark satires. Please welcome Henry Blofeld and Charlie Brooker. Evening to you all. Welcome, welcome. Another thing like, what's it like? That I'm sure they'll hear this and it will fucking disappear. They've stopped doing it. They really have. They really they have. They have stopped saying, gone. you know, what's it, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, yeah the Matt question. Yeah. yeah. All gone. They have not done it yeah. since we've been banging on about it. They're listening. Ah, uh, they I are. Mean, I mean, uh, but, but, but this uh, this annoying new thing of yeah. one of our guests tonight is, and then blah, 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 uh, he, he does a lot of running. Oh, and the other of our guests, he runs up a big bill. It's so... Sting <laughs> with the classics. Uh, Sting is going to be revealing the story behind this. Please hit tonight. Love this song. And every breath they take a move they make, you are going to be watching them tonight. <laughs> I like that. Because right now on the one show sofa, we've got three fantastic guests. Yeah. Uh, now, the first is a fast-talking comedian, presenter and self-confessed science geek. The second is an actor currently starring in one of the most talked-about dramas on television, Killing Eve. And the third... Well, the third is the first robot artist that I think we've ever had on The One Show. But the question is, can you guess which one is which? <laughs> As we welcome Dara Breen, Fiona Shaw and Ada. <laughs> what a sofa. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I love my mum a great deal. If I said to my mum, can you write me a link for telly? That's the link she'd write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit like, well, she doesn't understand how it works, but she had a good go. It's a bit like that. I'd wager a fair degree of cash. That's been workshopped as well. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that's probably gone around a couple of producers at least. Absolutely. Yeah, before being approved yeah, yeah, yeah. for TX. Charlie Brooker, after they'd done the one of our guests is this, one of our guests is that, and he was on with Henry Blofeld, uh, and Charlie sort of went, oh, yeah, you know, lovely to be on. 
he didn't speak again, even though he was sitting on the sofa. He didn't speak until twelve minutes yeah. and thirty seconds into his into the show. I wrote that down as well. I thought that nearly was a quarter of an hour just sitting there, yeah. waiting. Yeah. Can I tell you the bit that got me about that section? Yeah. And it was a kind of real throwaway, but it was quite clear during the interview that Matt Baker had never seen any Black Mirror. At all. Oh, I, I think he would you probably know, I, find it and very frightening and ungodly. And which I found it a bit odd because you must know your guests in advance, and mm. even if you're not into it, you go, "Well, I'll stick this on for twenty and see what it's about." And Emma Willis, at the end of the Charlie Brooker section, did you spot this? She says to him, uh, oh, well, there's another one for you to watch. Really? I would say, and grounded. um, And so she agreed to do it really quickly. And great in it. Another one for you to watch. Well, the three episodes, yeah, of season five of Black Mirror is available now. Uh, It's on Netflix. And then it just moved on. It's like, all right. She really set herself apart. And she was really good on this. She she dressed a bit like Tilda Swinton in The Hunger Games. (laughs) That's fair (laughs) enough. There was was opening a Monday show. She had her hands in a funny position. And it looked like her hands had been chopped off, which was (laughs) a weird visual. (laughs) Oh, it was really strange. But she was really... Really, really good in this because she was enthusiastic and she'd yeah. seen what she was talking about. She's also a brilliant live presenter. Yeah, yeah. You feel that you can't throw, nothing can throw her, even when the timings are going out the window. She really, really made it clear again and again to Charlie Brooker how much of a big fan she was of, of, of Black Yeah, Mirror. she was knowledgeable, she knew the titles, she'd one it. she'd seen. Yeah. Doesn't, 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 watch her, doesn't that seem, we're, we're both going, that, we're all going, that's really great. I've yeah. watched two of the three. <laughs> Smithereens is absolutely fantastic, stars oh, Andrew you. Scott. Doesn't that seem like a prerequisite for doing an interview with Charlie Brooker, <laughs> that you've watched a bit of Black Mirror? But it was very clear that Matt, you're absolutely right, not a chance. But we know this, don't we know that Matt never watches anything we, yeah. or reads it. Yeah. Because he's got that thing of just going, oh, I've got this. They had a big thing where he sat down there, and, and I, I looked this up, but Black Mirror's been running th- since 2011. So it's been running for eight years now, and it's probably the most celebrated British show internationally of the last decade. Yeah. And the first question is basically saying, so um, no one will have seen it. What, what's, it what's it about? <laughs> what's it like? <laughs> what's it like? <laughs> what is it like? Matt, Matt had a thing of sort of going, um, he'd obviously sort of, that funny thing about not seeing a show but knowing a little bit about it. So I've never really seen Breaking Bad, but I've sort of got an idea of what it's about. And he came in with a thing where he sort of said, so he said, so with these shows, are you sending out a warning? But are you trying to put a bit of a warning out there? Are you trying to sort of say, hang on a minute, guys, you know, if we carry on down this road, this is going to happen. If you carry on down this road, this is what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, the Prime Minister's going to have sex with a pig on television, Matt. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's, that's the warning I'm sending. Very strange. I, it was one of those occasions, and I and I thought that, and I thought it's it's like he... That's a question someone's written for him because it is. it's telling him it's about technology, but it, so he ask, just ask this, Matt. It's yeah. quite broad. You'll be able to pick up something off the back of that because you're quite professional. So whenever Charlie throws back, you'll be able to yeah. roll with it a bit. Um, what they should have just put into the... Uh, just changed the autocue to say is ask him about when the Prime Minister fucked a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also find it a bit weird when you have the BBC showing clips of Netflix shows because I, I, I still come from that era where the BBC didn't acknowledge anything else existed and it is funny when you see like a little bit of when the BBC are going yeah. let's have a look at this great piece yeah. of work and there's Netflix and you well, go, it was the same with the Bolt Mac thing wasn't it they it was, plugged yeah. Soccer Aid on ITV about three or four times yes and I, did that really surprised me because I, I just assumed Soccer Aid was BBC or something and mm. then right at the end yeah. you're right they went they but went, I wonder if it's because it's UNICEF yeah, I guess so. they've so. gone beyond the networks. Yeah. And- yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is which is all fair enough. But it doesn't seem to matter anymore, as long as you can get the guests on. Well, yeah. yeah. Like- the, the, the clip they showed as well of Black Mirror was a clip that 
was absolutely chosen at random. So they went, there's a, an episode where um, uh, Andrew Scott is in, and they went, let's have a look now. And oh, it showed yeah. Andrew Scott in a, in a car going, oh, God, and he's been pulled over the, by the police. And the police sort of went, can I? And he drove off. You're like, that. that is just a clip chosen at fucking random. But you know what, right? It made me want to go and watch it because I hadn't seen it, uh-huh. and, and I like Andrew Scott. And also, a great deal. Andrew like, Scott was on Norton, and they used the same clip. Did they? Did they? they clearly only released one clip. Interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Because I've seen that episode, yeah, and there's a lot of bits there that you would sort of go, "Oh, that's memorable and striking." Rather than the bit where Andrew Scott is literally just driving a car. It's a classic no spoiler clip. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Okay, fair point. No. That's true. Let's, can we talk about what we're on this episode? Um, can we talk about Emma Willis's box caterpillars that are in her hedge? <laughs> we've put loads of information on our website for you. I have them in my box hedges. They are monsters. I do concur. Uh, right, let's talk Black Mirror. <laughs> are you saying Emma Willis has had her box eaten in a childish I, I, way? I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she admitted it on live television. That's a no, very hungry caterpillar. She... <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she was holding her hands there. Uh, uh, the yeah, the, so this was another. This was a film, a mm. film with Christine. We like Christine. We do like. We Christine. love Christine. Yeah. Um, who was in? Where was she? I, I, some, I'll tell you, John. My, my my notes on this. It says Christine on some fucking caterpillar moth. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I could be more help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. She was basically talking about an invasion of box caterpillars, mm. which eat box tree hedges or something, which I yeah. didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. Still don't really. <laughs> but they've decimated Britain's box hedges. And there. <laughs> and that was it. Do you, do you know what humans don't need if they want to survive? Box hedges. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right? just just, eat, we can eat the caterpillars. Yeah, don't worry about it. Delicious that protein. That was it. That was the film. I mean, it was another classic off the shelf. The box tree caterpillar may well have been first spotted in the UK over a decade ago, but according to the Royal Horticultural Society, it's now the top best in the country. The best bit about the film for me is that there was a box in it getting people's reaction, wasn't yeah. there? And it reminded me of, do you remember the old adverts for Marathon? Mm. When they used to film people in the street going, what, it fills a gap in the middle of the day? <laughs> well, well, I usually have two a week. And what are they talking about? It was, it was that kind of, oh, I didn't know this thing existed, and now it's eating everything, was one of them. <laughs> Last year, well, actually, it was the moths. I didn't even realise the caterpillars really were involved. It was, it was, <laughs> if you just joined it, you know what I mean? If you just got the little one into the cot, and you all wonder what this film's about. Well, I think it just sort of goes, I didn't know this thing existed, but now I've heard about it, and I'm really against it. It's amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was a great film for two reasons. One, it was the dullest segment of the week. Uh-huh. And two, there was a handbrake turn into it. Ooh. Yeah, so this was the episode again with Charlie and, and Henry Bluffel, right? So uh, they, they were trying to shut Henry up, as you've talked about already. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking forward. To the, I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say about caterpillars. Think about cat- <laughs> what, and that was his way from to get from Henry to uh, caterpillars. Yeah. Just that. Oh, Henry, I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say about caterpillars because from cricket to caterpillars now, <laughs> no effort. From cricket to caterpillars, here's Christine. <laughs> you see, you could go from cricket to crickets. To yeah, caterpillars. Yeah, yeah. That would be at least a link. <laughs> but if memory serves me well, John, just before he'd done that and crowbarred that in, he'd appeal to us, the viewer, have you been dressed by your other half like oh. Henry's? <laughs> yes. Please send us a picture. Hey, listen, if you, like Henry, are dressed to stand out by your other half, or maybe you woke up wearing your shoes the other day, too, we, would love, <laughs> we would love to hear the evidence or see any pictures that you would like to send in. Goodness knows what we're going to get sent Please in tonight. Please send them in. And, and what happened at the end? 
No Nothing. one has sent pictures. No one, yeah, I no, think pictures. no pictures. The problem with that is you can't tell on a picture whether someone's been dressed by someone else or have just dressed themselves. Also, isn't the inference that it's derogatory to you? Whereas actually, yeah. Henry's previously said he's colourblind, which is why his missus helps him to choose his clothes. Yeah, got you. He also looks incredibly good. Yeah. And he's, his wife, I think, was in fashion. And so he's sort of got this thing and he's going, well, it's not really me, she picks it. He told a really sweet story about falling asleep with his shoes on yeah. and waking up in the morning yeah. noticing his shoes and sort of going, I went to the toilet twice during the night. Such a nice, warm guy. It was the most extraordinary thing happened to me the other, other night. On, I Henry. woke up in Menorca <laughs> on, 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 sun, on Monday morning yeah. and um, I got out of bed and I looked down to just my feet to see how they were getting on. And I still had my, <laughs> I still had my shoes on. From the night before. And what do they turn it into? Does your stupid wife pick out your <laughs> stupid clothes and do you hate do her? You're like an idiot. <laughs> Take a photo, send it in and divorce her. I think this was the first time they've done a call out, but there was no payoff. I don't I yeah. don't think this is I, I think that's absolutely true. I, there was no payoff on this, yeah. and we've never seen that before. No. That that was a stinker. Yeah. Whoever came up with that, hang your head. <laughs> hang your head. Um, there was a great film in this episode, though, which was the PG Woodhouse film. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, Occasionally, the one show throws up these little things that you, you have no idea about and you will probably remember forever. And this was about PG Woodhouse, who in the 40s was uh, in Berlin and arrested by the Nazis, put into uh, confinement for a year and then kept under sort of supervision. And he gave an ill-advised lecture to an American audience sort of going, oh, I've been captured by the by the Germans and, oh, they're frightfully brutes. Oh, dear. They didn't even put tea in my fucking tea. <laughs> or, or milk or whatever it was. I mean, I don't, I don't say I'm P.G. Woodhouse, right? Because apart from anything else, it seems like he was a Nazi. Back in Britain, those broadcasts were heard and he was branded a traitor. He would never set foot in the UK again. See, the atmosphere was so difficult. I mean, you can't go to a place where you're very unpopular. So, but that's your next character, Therese Woodhouse. <laughs> My next character is 18 Woodhouse, which is like PG Woodhouse, except <laughs> Jeeves and what's the fuck? <laughs> At the end. <laughs> the, <laughs> this, I love this bit because... Giles Brandreth did a mugging on Alexander Armstrong. Yeah. And yeah. he Alexander Armstrong had no idea it was coming. So Giles was, had a big thing about uh, Woodhouse was knighted, but he never came back to the UK because it was so he was so unpopular. You should explain. Armstrong is in the film because he's the president of the Woodhouse That's right. Society. Yeah. So Giles starts off softly and sort of goes, I mean, he's just one of the greatest comic writers of all time. And I'm, yes, absolutely. I mean, he really is wonderful. And Giles sort of goes, and there was that time he did that speech <laughs> in Germany. And Alexander Armstrong goes, well, he didn't say anything bad at all. I mean, you know, it was all very funny. And Giles essentially just goes, no. No! <laughs> you can see Alexander Armstrong going, I was not briefed fully on what <laughs> no, this piece no, was no, going to no. be about. Your hero is making these amusing little talks, giving, frankly, sucker to the enemy. I mean, he's very hard to defend. Was he, very, was he a very naive person? Didn't he know what was going on? Hadn't he heard about the Blitz? In the words of one of his biographers, he was elegantly trapped. I mean, this was a... this was. He, yeah. He's heard on the phone. One show, Brandreth, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Woodhouse, yeah, fine. Yeah. How safe can you be? Brandreth yeah, was be gloves off. So yeah, uh, Alexander Armstrong said, oh, he said nothing controversial in the speech. And uh, Brandreth just went, he said something very controversial. Oh, you're chuckling there. The truth is, he's in Berlin, Hitler is conducting World War II, and your hero is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my I god! Know. Where's this come from, Giles? I know. I know. Fucking thrilling. It was moments away from him saying, at that point, I made my excuses and left. Yes, <laughs> but what I didn't get was, wasn't Woodhouse imprisoned when he did this? Yes, so he'd been he'd been kept under supervision, but he yeah. basically, I think Britain sort of went, hang on, we're at war with Germany, and you're doing this frightfully funny sort of sparkling, witty thing about being imprisoned by, by, by the German uh, or government. Whether he'd done it against his will, did they? No, no, and I don't think he had. Right. And I think that oh, was a sort see. of funny thing, but they were a bit like... We were all being pummeled in the East End with the bombs and the whole of Coventry is going up in flames. From the piece. Yeah. 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 I I I think Giles certainly felt very strongly about it. I'm not sure he particularly conveyed why. He seemed most annoyed about the fact he got a knighthood when he said he was sort of dishonourable. It wasn't honourable conduct and he didn't deserve a knighthood. And I slightly have that thing of going, I, I don't care about yeah. knighthoods. I don't really, I don't really care about that. That won't be but... the first dishonourable knighthood, will it? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it, it will be one of many. Hello, Fred the Shred. <laughs> <laughs> Savile. Uh, so, the, um, the gift to blowers at the end... You're right, Phil. The gift to blowers at the end as well... Still the BBC response. Oh, no, look at <laughs> Move away from the microphone. So many times, Phil. So many times. Yeah. They can't sack you. You don't work for them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did. Yeah. Uh, so if anything, times. I think they're fed up of sacking John. <laughs> <laughs> The nice bit about this bit was at the end, they, they'd been in touch with P.G. Woodhouse's family, having just spent the last six minutes calling him a Nazi. Yeah. And they went, uh, they gave him the walking stick to Henry Blofeld. And they were like, we talked to his family. There was only two walking sticks that he had. Yeah. And they heard you were on this show and they wanted you to have it. You wouldn't believe this, right? Well, we've got a gift for you tonight. And we've got one of his walking sticks. Okay, so this is one of two walking sticks that he had. It was given to him by his good friend, Guy Bolton. It was kept at the back door because he would sometimes walk out the front door and sometimes walk out the back door. And so he had one there on standby at the back door and that was his his walking stick and the family would like to gift it to you. And Bofeld was like, I think this is the nicest gift anyone's ever given me. Do you know, I think that's just about the best present I've ever had in my life. (laughs) And then launched into another speech, which Matt had to cut off. They'd given, they'd given in the running order, they'd sort of gone, how long will we need for you to explain the stick, give it to Blofeld and him to say thank you? And someone went, Probably about, what, 35 seconds? You fucking <laughs> idiots! <laughs> it's blowers! Yeah! What do you think it's going to do? He was delighted, and, uh, and they were like, OK. This, uh, he had two walking sticks, and we got this one to yeah. give to you. Um, and uh, he used this to beat Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Blowfell takes it, goes, this is the nicest thing. I honestly, I, I'd be too worried to even... Yeah, oh. all right, thank you, Henry, shut up. Because we've got to tell you, tomorrow there's a sex robot going to draw Dara O'Brien. <laughs> Bye! I should be terrified of using it in case I leave, in case I leave it behind somewhere. You must I am. Actually, the most the most absent-minded thing in the world. <laughs> it, this, I think this is wonderful. Listen, uh, Henry, you can enjoy that. We'll see you tomorrow with Claire Balding and Dara Breen. From all of us here, good night. And so that brings us to the end of part one of this week's The The One Show show. Part two will be hanging around the podcast playground tomorrow, looking furtive and like it's up to no good. Meanwhile, please rate and review and all that stuff on iTunes, etc. See you tomorrow. Oh, by the way, we've got a live show. Check out our Twitter. Bye!
there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angela Sandberry podcast. It's a funny one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.